take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy. And please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of with the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we're talking about something that you may have experienced. Yep. Either you've done this with your partner or you have seen other couples do this. This is fighting in public. Yeah, because if you've been following us, you probably know that we moved out to Colorado and now people come to visit us for extensive lengths of time. You're not just going out for dinner, but this can happen at dinner as well. So or, it's interesting or we're visiting to, people, you yeah. know, coming mm-hmm. back to Chicago and visiting with people and we run into this. We just ran mm-hmm. into this the other day and that's why we're talking about it today. Before we go into this topic, I just wanted to read off a couple of reviews. Oh, cool. Yeah. We are like at 178,000 downloads, unique downloads. Wow. Yeah. This is uh That's incredible. <laughs> really an amazing growth. Thank and, you for all the support. And a shout out to Seattle. So hmm. any any of the any of you listeners out there from Seattle, thank you for listening to our show because apparently Seattle is the number one city that is tuning into Couple Synergy. Interesting, because yeah. it, it was somewhere in Texas and Chicago at some point. Right, right. Yeah. So you guys have Very uh, cool. gone beyond Chicago. And mm. our listener who got some bliss in what country? In Israel. In Israel. Hopefully we can get it to you. There's some shipping stuff we're working on. Yeah, it's um, kind of an issue. And Bliss is amazing. So if you have any alternative place we could send it, that would be great. I guess the mail's a little sketchy. We're trying to work with uh, Ananda Health right now and yeah. trying to figure that out. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, shipping thing issues all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is a great product. Yes. So I wanted to read off a couple of reviews. This uh, latest one says, love your story. So they must have listened to our personal story. Oh. Thank you for sharing your real human relationship along with a real empathy for each other. <laughs> that was a really awesome. Thank you, Andrew, for uh, writing that that review. That's a, you know, obviously this podcast is a very personal one for us. We are very candid about our relationship on this podcast because we believe that we can't teach it if we don't live it. And we have are everyday saying, struggles. Are you saying we fight in front of other people? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the last time we did. You know, I think we're very, very careful. I think it was about doing in that. front of our kids in Norway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but... Uh, we were there for a week, so kids. that's kind of tough. Our but kids, I mean, we're just saying know. it happens. It's a real thing sure. that really happens for all of us. Sure. And there's different categories. But before we get into that, you got another one you wanted to read? Yeah, great relationship podcast. This is one of my favorite relationship podcasts I've found. 
It has a wide variety of helpful topics you can use not only with a romantic partner, but in other types of relationships as well. A lot of great advice, and Dr. Ray and Jean seem adorable. <laughs> Thank oh, you. That's cute. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> come hang out with us. We'll <laughs> we'll have a beer yeah, or two. Yeah, we love know? to have fun and meet people. Yeah. So thank you for that. That's Colin. Uh, thank you for that pot, that uh, review. And we love every review that comes through. It really gives us a, an understanding of what you out there are interested in listening to and hearing about. And it really helps us tailor our topics, right? Besides, like, having that experience the other day, and we just thought, hey, this would be a great topic mm-hmm. to talk about, right? So I uh, apologize to our friends that we hung out with, and uh, <laughs> we're using you guys as an example as material. Here for, our, for our topic. Fighting in public. There's a couple categories. There's the kind that someone says something carelessly, not intending anything. Not intending to hurt the person. And it snaps maybe, like a rubber band. Yeah, maybe it's like a, a joke. Or they don't understand how important that is to their partner or something, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So they, they say something, it, it kind of outs their partner. Right. And it is maybe, as Jean said, it's not intentional to hurt the partner. It's said in a kind of a joking manner or just kind of like a little bit of a dig, you and know. It, and it steps on a nerve. Yeah, and the person maybe feels embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, that they're outed in front of people. And you can see it happen. Just boom. It's like right out of, you know, left field. And you know what's interesting? And I'm sure at least one person in this couple is probably listening to this. And these are very good friends of ours, which we know in depth. They share a lot with us. So Mm -hmm. the fact that it was us, I don't think was a thing. The fact that, you know, she turned to me and she says, I have no idea what I just said. I don't Mm -hmm. know why he's upset. Yeah. And... That's what happens, right? Because we step on an iceberg. Right. And it's completely unintentional, but not totally. Because when we do that, you and I or other people, it's because our iceberg got stepped on too. Mm -hmm. And we've been holding it in. And for whatever reason, it's that moment that it comes out. Which, I mean, I would say typically that's when that happens, mm-hmm. right? When those icebergs. And for those of you who might be joining us for the first time on this concept of the iceberg is something we've talked about in past podcasts. Then, you know, if you think of the iceberg, 85% of it is under the water, 15% above the water. And in relationships, majority of the time when conflict arises, it's that 85% of history that is under the water that is being affected, that's being brought to the surface. Right, an old wound. An old wound, right. Mm -hmm. And this is typically what happens, you know, when you are in public and your partner steps on your iceberg. It becomes public. Now everyone that's around you is witnessing this. So it has an added component to it. Yeah, like humiliation piece Mm -hmm. or just being on stage and being exposed. For me, when that happens, I'm trying to manage and regulate my emotion in public, mm-hmm. whether anyone knows it or not, you know, because sometimes I might not show that I'm upset by something that was just said. Right. That's where we've gotten more skilled at trying to not have a public conversation. Mm-hmm. But that means you also have to fake it and you have to 
you know. And, you know, he made a good recovery. He did. But it was tough. Yeah, and I think one of the things that we have learned to do is that if that happens, we don't just sit there and try to muscle through it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll we'll get up and go to the bathroom or go outside or Disrupt something. Disrupt it, change just, the topic. Yeah, just try to, to get out of the environment. You Give know, the other person time to relax their emotion a little bit. Right, and so in that way, you don't have to just sit there and slap a smile on your face and pretend. When everyone knows right, you're right. pretending, right? everyone knows something is mm-hmm. wrong. You, you could feel that shift in the air really yeah. quickly. So, and you certainly don't want to jump in and start refereeing or giving your opinion about the other people's stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't want to get in the middle of that no. because it's kind of like, you know, a fire's been lit. And if you jump in there, you're just going to pour gasoline. Well, you're unfairly it. picking a side, which <laughs> isn't nice. Either Because you don't or. know the full story. I mean, yeah, yeah, you don't know the full story, but what you're going to be doing is intensifying the humiliation that the other the person's already feeling. Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to accelerate. Right. Because they they were outed, they're exposed, now you are shining a light on it, you know, versus just yeah. kind of distracting yourself and and talking about something else and And keep in mind that empathy that you really don't know the full story and Whatever it is, those people still care about each other, and they're real people working on real stuff like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And you know, don't don't get judgmental and stuff like that, and just you know, sort of ease away from it as much as you can. Now, we have to contrast. I think we should do it right now, but contrast with the other type of mm-hmm. fighting in public, and that is um, contempt, intentional, intentional. Mm-hmm. And this is really, really ugly. Typically, this is a couple who's been harboring a lot of resentment towards each other privately. Or maybe they do fight it out and duke it out <laughs> you know, behind do. closed doors. But the resentment comes out around other people and in public because maybe they feel like this is a safer place to make a dig. The person's not going to react the way they usually do at home. And they are outing their partner. They're showing flaws of their partner. And they're taking these digs and being very intentional about it. I would also say when you're a newer couple, well, maybe it doesn't have to be a newer couple. But in your relationship, there's two sides. And that's what you're always trying to resolve. And if you want to be right, Mm. then you are going to try to rally other people into your argument to prove your rightness, and we call that the Jerry Springer effect. To, to for, prove your rightness against your partner. Against your partner. That they are wrong. Yes. And you are right. And your partner's not going to be like, oh, okay, I guess I'm wrong. and Everyone right. agreed. No. But it, the other person yeah. can come back and go, well, see, they thought I was right, and this one thought I was right. Mm-hmm. And if you remember some of our other podcasts, you don't keep score with a teammate. No, no. And so I guarantee you, if you're in a relationship and you think you're wrong and your partner's right or you're right and your partner's wrong, none of that is true. And it doesn't matter. Kindness matters. Understanding matters. Resolution matters. Healing matters. Not one-upping. If you're pointing out your partner's flaws in front of other people in public, you are going to look like a fool. Yes. We have this couple we know pretty well. We 
socialize with them often. And it actually is beginning to make other people uncomfortable while they're talking about it. Right. Which is even more well, uncomfortable. It always makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah. This is a, a very uncomfortable thing to be a witness to. Yeah. And they'll often say, well, I don't, I really don't like, you know, the name calling. I don't like it the way this person's being treated. And of course, it's not fair for anyone to step in. Right. And, and you're kind of just held hostage. Yeah. And I know for a fact that there are couples who stopped hanging out with other couples because they're like, I just can't take it anymore. The bickering, the fighting, the the trying to rally the troops. It's not fun the, for the anybody. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not cute. Uh-uh. It's not humorous. It's just yucky. And you have to check yourself because if you're doing that in public about your partner, you have got to have a lot of resentment towards your partner that you're holding on to. Or pain within yourself that you're projecting onto your partner. It's not just resentment. It's, that's not fair to say that, that other person really is doing something to warrant that. Oh, I'm not saying they're doing yeah. anything to warrant it, but for whatever reason, whether it's your own anger, your own pain, you do harbor this resentment that mm-hmm. is going outward. Yeah. Right? E- even if you have this internal pain, it's going outward at. Well, it's the same thing you see with a little kid that when their parent is saying no to them for something or correcting them, and then they say, I hate you. Yeah. And they they do that because they can. Because the parent is not going to abandon them if they talk badly to them. Your partner's probably not going to abandon you if you treat them like crap. Your friends will. Other people your be partner's like, probably used I'm to done it. with you. But your partner won't. They'll take it. Yeah. And their partner's used to it because of their own iceberg. Mm-hmm. Because they also grew up being talked to in that way. And this is why it seems normal in a relationship to be treated that way. So those are couples where it's one way. There are couples where it just... They dish it back and forth. Mm -hmm. Because we've seen couples where one person is making the digs and outing their partner and their flaws, and the other person just either laughs along with it or ignores it. Mm -hmm. Or even defends their partner. Or even defends it, defends themselves. Mm -hmm. But then there are those couples where they just go back and forth. They just go boxing. Oh, they're boxing. And you have a front row seat. (laughs) Awful. And you're, it's awkward. You're just yeah. like, okay, well, uh, hmm. That's, uh, it really would be the equivalent nice of being invited over to someone's home into their bedroom while they're getting dressed. Yeah, very awkward, very uncomfortable. It's, too, it's so much intimacy to watch a couple fight and expose each other. It's so horrible. <laughs> Yeah, no one should be privy to that. No. And again, that probably comes from growing up in a family where there wasn't privacy and you were constantly publicly humiliated Mm -hmm. that you created that in your next relationship because it seems like that's the way relationships are supposed to be, but it's really awful. So everyone knows couples that they've been around that does that. Everyone knows if they are in a relationship that's doing that. Very, very uncomfortable very, very unhealthy. The first couple that we're talking about, that first scenario where it slips out, mm-hmm. you know, that's not necessarily unhealthy. It's something that right. happens. If it's happening repeatedly, then it's just something you're going to have to look at. But even if it just slips out and, and it happens in a night and you guys have a fight, that's something to work through. 
you know, now it's something yeah, that's, to talk about. That's a good thing to have some boundaries around and be like, you know, if this happens in the future, how can we recover as quickly as possible and put a pause on it and then talk about it later? Because I want you to know in that moment, I love you. I didn't mean it. I don't want you to be embarrassed. I don't want you to be feeling uncomfortable in front of other people. And I didn't know I did it. What do we do in order to just move beyond as quickly as possible publicly Mm -hmm. and know that we'll tend to it privately? And and we helped coach that couple through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we told her, you know, you have to apologize. You have to say, I'm sorry. You, You can work it out later. Yeah. You know, this is not the time to really hash it out, but you can say, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say something that hurt you right now. And, and then be able to shelf it, you know, table it until later when you can talk about it. Yeah. Another thing you could do is excuse yourselves and say, can we have a minute? Everyone knows you need a minute. Yeah. And they're going to be grateful you're taking a minute (laughs) and, you know, step aside and, let your person know you love them and you're sorry and you want to understand this more and you'll get to it and try to shake it off as best as possible. Help your partner regulate their emotion. A little touch, hold their hand, mm-hmm. help them breathe a little bit and then come back with a smile and not just just move on with your evening yeah. and get to, to, that, to that issue later. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is pretend that nothing is happening. Yeah. Nobody's gonna buy it <laughs> no everyone knows yeah what is happening yeah and they're just keeping their mouth shut and trying to ignore it so if you just address it head on and take that moment and just make that amends between each other it's not over okay you're gonna have to talk about it mm-hmm. later but what you're just doing is you're putting you know a pause on it so that you can move on with the night yeah because if you ignore it you said something, you hurt your partner inadvertently, and you ignore it, it is just going to ruin the entire night. Yeah. Your partner's going to sit there and seethe, uh, seethe, seed. yeah, seethe, and just it, it will start to grow and grow and grow. By the time you get in the car at the end of the night, it, it's going to be a full blown out battle. I'm trying to think historically, I think what I would have done is I would have quietly just got up and walked away. Yeah. And you wouldn't have known that you said or did something, and maybe nobody would have known. Mm-hmm. And then I'd just be gone. Yeah. And then you'd be like, ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a ghoster. <laughs> and uh, and that is how I grew up. I mean, you had to go find a safe place to be with all those emotions, and that's the best I could do. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're activating the fight, flight, freeze please collapse response Mm -hmm. and I need to go to a place where I'm safe in order to regulate my emotion and I don't know if you noticed when I did that or if I would text you later and say just so you know I've been sitting in the car for a half hour yeah you know yeah, I think we've gotten better at that as understanding it happening in the moment Mm -hmm. and than me coming and finding you or something like that. And now nowadays, it's not me saying something. It's the environment right, that right. is kind of not good. Yeah. And so you have to plan this out. You have to talk about it and pre-plan. Right. Because 
you have no control over your environment. You have no control over the people that you are with. And maybe it's not your partner that says something, you know, that triggers that wound. Maybe it's someone else in the party. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's the environment or something like that that triggers it. And you have to pre-plan about what you're going to do when that happens. Not if it happens, but when it happens. Right. Especially if there's an external family member that likes to dig on your partner. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, unfortunately quite common. Really hurtful. Yeah. Whether it's a sibling or, or even a parent that isn't very nice to your partner and how to tend to that. Yeah, yeah, how to deflect it, how to, you know, defend your partner, how to, you know, protect your partner. This is Those are... Those are really complex dynamics. There. Yeah, there was a couple we were working with that was really tough for them because the person whose family it was, they wanted to defend the family and they wanted their partner to just get in line like they always have. Yeah. And it was too painful for the partner. And instead of doing that, they were able to really turn it around, go in with a plan and support each other. And when those digs started happening, they would excuse themselves or they would tell a joke or they would hold hands under the table but that support of hey we're in this together you cannot ever get your partner to get on board to being abused by your family that's not going to happen that is not going to happen and it's not okay and if it's your family that's your job to figure out how do you navigate that Mm -hmm. and the tolerance maybe the people in the family are too unhealthy and there's nothing you can do about it you don't do things like sleep overnight at their house. <laughs> I think we should probably do another separate podcast uh, on yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Navigating, you know, in-laws and extended family and those dynamics mm-hmm. because you are coming from two very different worlds and trying to come together and and that can cause a lot of friction in many yeah. different ways. So And there's lots you can do. Yeah. So stay tuned for that podcast. That'll be about in-laws. In regards to this topic of fighting in public, it is... The contemptual one. Yeah. The the contemptuous one, that second scenario that we're talking about. If you find yourself in a relationship like that, you need to find help. This is not healthy. It is not going to get better just by ignoring it. In fact, it's actually going to get worse. And it's going to continue to escalate because you are creating a pattern that allows it to happen. Right. In fact, I remember the person who was being called a name and her saying something like, well, they don't understand the culture he grew up in and that he doesn't mean that. Mm hmm. And yeah, you can't make excuses. for your partner. No, because you're not protecting the us. It's not just yourself. Yeah. He's making a fool of himself. Mm-hmm. And you you need to set some boundaries and say, hey, we're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it is not, it makes other people uncomfortable. It's not okay for it's me. It's not okay. And I don't want people to think you're a jerk because you're a really nice person. Yeah. Yeah. So those need some boundaries. You probably need some help with that. But know that those are not normal things, even if you grew up like that. And other people do notice and they will start avoiding you because it's really uncomfortable. And even if you grew up that way, people can change, right? Right. That's what mm-hmm. the goal is in yeah. every relationship is to become better than the last generation and to help each other become better versions of each other. So you don't have to just 
you know, go along with what you were taught and what mm-hmm. you, you know, your upbringing was, you are destined for more. You know, if you're in that, I would really recommend Relationship 101 because this is where we really talk in detail about what are those things that set this up and how do you get over it? Yeah. One of those, that that's a really good, if you're in a relationship like that where there's the name calling or the contempt or the outing of each other, check out Relationship 101. Yeah, and uh, um, we're probably going to take a break here and do the commercial for Relationship 101, but Relationship 101 does talk about the iceberg concepts and a lot of the different uh, foundational pieces that, you know, we teach couples. You can do that from home. And, you know, it is very interactive. So, And from what we know, statistically, one of you is listening to this and probably not both of you. So that would be a great gift to give your partner. Yeah. And that way they can come on board and learn very briefly without having to do a deep dive. And now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called Relationship 101. One of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody. And a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it, the other one is not. And so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn. Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. This is kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content. It also includes bonus resources, all designed to learn and grow together as a couple. It's fun, it's insightful, and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner. All of this course content is valued at over $850. Currently now, it is priced at $387. And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship 101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship 101. And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy and the topic of fighting in public. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. You know, one more caveat. Our words are powerful. Our words are powerful when they hurt, and our words are powerful when they're kind. So I just wanted to say, Ray, I know you worked really hard all weekend. We're moving. It's exhausting. And I'm really proud of you. You are the type of person that just sticks with it till we get to the end, even though it's exhausting. And we even in the middle went and helped my aunt and uncle move. And uh, I want to say thank you. Thank you. And you are an equal partner in that regard. And I feel like I have an equal partner, which is awesome. Equally in pain and (laughs) sore. And we still have a drive to Colorado and still have to unload the truck. Yeah, in a couple days we'll be in that hot tub and we'll go, oh, finally we're done. (laughs) 
So for all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the home study course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, which we are going to be hosting two Couples Weekend Intensives next year. It'll be in Colorado, a beautiful, beautiful place in the mountains. Um, and one weekend for individual people for personal and spiritual development. Right. So check that out. It's going to be up on our website soon. Our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, and that's working with Gene and I directly. Uh, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And we're writing a book, and we're trying to come up with a title, and the thought we have now is The Healing Marriage. Yeah. So if you have any comments or suggestions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.